Are we back? Are you serious? This is uh, this is a Thanksgiving song. I hope you enjoy it. We are coming to you live here on Thanksgiving Day, a day for giving thanks for or taking punishment from a team that is known as the Bold Nonsense Podcast. Turkey for you and turkey for me. Can't believe Tyson gave that girl BD. With Ad Walsh Disney. Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. Bye, but hey, why listen to me? I'm only the host of the show. At Still Smooth Productions. If your holiday table ain't looking too full, get a Nike turkey, it's adjustable, and pump it. Pump it up! Now, please welcome your nefarious host. At Seatbelt. Check out this scar. Rush Street, 1986, after the Super Bowl. I was kicked by a cop horse. We welcome you to this great land and look forward to the many games. Here we will speak about the etiquette of the holiday meal. Relax, okay? It's a holiday. I hear ya. Welcome in, senseless. Hello. It is Thanksgiving week. This is the Thanksgiving show. You just heard the Thanksgiving intro. Mm. We'd like to welcome you in and say happy Thanksgiving from the Bold Nonsense Podcast to our friends and loyal listeners. Nice. Cheers. That means we ready. Cheers. This is uh, technically episode 91. Yes. The Thanksgiving episode and it is 11 27 2019. That is November 27th of the year 2019. Yep, the red light is on. Red light means stop thinking, get a little senseless with us. Put the turkey in the oven. Listen to a, listen to this while you wait. Um, we hope your holidays are going very well. We hope uh, football is going well for you. Good fantasy weeks all around. Yeah. You know, we're we're just we're very thankful. For the time we uh, we have and get to bring bring this to you guys, we're thankful for uh, for football and fantasy and everything we got. Yeah. We're, we're thankful th- for free speech for America. Free speech that that lets us do this podcast week after week. We are thankful for the founding fathers. We <laughs> yeah. are thankful we haven't been kicked off of <laughs> iTunes yet. Yes, yes. And to that end, the reason we haven't possibly is because well, I had St. Bale. He's not. He's not here. Uh, he is. He's doing. Pre-Thanksgiving um, tasks, preparations, so he won't be here. He's, he's stretching for tomorrow's 5 yeah. He's getting ready to trot. He's, he's a runner now. Big runner he's a guy. turkey trotter. Big runner guy. Uh, this is what I thought was weird. Uh, do this before I even tell us who, who we are they should know by now. Mm-hmm. He said he ran on the treadmill without anything. No music. Nothing in front of him. He just got on and ran by himself. That's weird. And his thoughts. Is that weird? I can't do that. I cannot do that. More, more power to him. And I think that's like, Mike might actually be a, or at St. Bales, might actually be a, a true runner at heart. Because I think that's what true runners do. Yeah. Me not being one of those, I either have music or I have uh, like the TV on in front of me yeah. in, in, the, in the office, you know, in the, in the little clubhouse area. I'm watching football. And that's my excuse is like, hey, if I'm going to watch football or whatnot, I might as well get off the couch and run a little bit. Yeah. I need some sort of stimulation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something to take. I need something to take my mind off the fact that what I'm doing sucks. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I really hate myself right now. <laughs> so at St. Bell's, like, good on you. Good and, on uh, you. And uh, good luck in your trot. We'll be, we'll be thankful for you and thankful we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, the, who's going to be on here? Well, it's us. You know, you should know us by now. I'm Walt Disney. Happiest host on earth. You took journalism. Yeah. Get out of here. And I'm thankful I get to do this because it's a lot of fun. And I'm thankful that I have my guy at Still Smooth here with me to do it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Thank you, at Walsh Disney, for that introduction. My name is at Still Smooth, as you had previously mentioned, and I'm thankful 
for the Google machine that lets <laughs> me search every week week for on this date. And on this date, 1127, all the way back in 2013, Tiger Woods was named the PGA Tours Player of the Year for the 11th time. Can you imagine in any other sport, football, baseball, basketball, like being basically the MVP of that sport for 11 times? Like, that, no. that just insane. <laughs> that is insane. No, he, he just owns it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, what a rev- What a... There is no other tiger coming. Yeah, and that's and that's why the tiger, that's why Tiger's nickname I feel is so is so appropriate because the man was vicious and still is yeah. vicious. In a in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. He's like he like Benjamin Button Tiger. He went from like full on adult tiger and now he's like a, a tiger cub. So he's always smiling, but he's still kind of dangerous. Exactly. He's yes. having a good time. Yes. Um, I watched a, uh, a little YouTube video, a little YouTube clip, a five-year-old tiger <clears throat> on like just before Christmas or whatever. And they were asking him, you know, Hey, what do you want? You know, what do you want for Christmas? And he, he, I think he says like a new five iron and like a putter. And I'm like, dude, no five-year-old wants another yeah. iron, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm a sandwich, a little yeah. dirty, <laughs> you know, a little 58 degree, you yeah. know? <laughs> He doesn't even know what that means. Yeah. He just knows how to dominate with it. Exactly, man. This this guy's insane. So good good ups to you, just like you said, to Tiger yeah. Woods. Um but yeah, on this date, times. 2013, the eleventh time PGA Tour player of the year. Wow. That's impressive. Um and so you. are our thoughts. Yeah. So well, <laughs> so well. Occasionally, we throw out a we throw out a gem. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Even a blind squirrel finds a nut in the forest every once in a while. <laughs> He's bound to. That's us. <laughs> but yes, we do go to random thoughts. Uh, let's hit it. Don't worry. I'm not gonna do what everyone thinks I'm gonna do. Flip out, man. No, I'm saying. Well, I'm awake and I speak English, so yeah, I do know what you're saying. I'm in a brainstorm session. I think I just, yeah, I just had an idea. Isn't that weird? Uh, random thoughts. Mine are all Thanksgiving based. Um, so smooth. You want to go? Yeah, I got a quick one for you. All right. I went out to. Uh, <clears throat> so long story short, I've been going to bed a lot earlier. Around, I'm in bed that, by that, eight o'clock, trying to fall ooh, asleep by that nine. health movement. Yeah. I'm on that nine-hour kick, you know. Like I need, <laughs> yeah. I need the nine hours. Not even eight doesn't do it for me anymore. Oh. So because of that, I go to dinner and eat dinner earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so I went out to dinner last night, and I actually was sitting down during happy hour, which never happens, you know, because it's yeah. a little earlier in the day. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, wow, happy hour. Like, I I can actually enjoy this. You know, what's on the menu? So my question to you at Walt Disney. Is give me the top three happy hour food items that you either enjoy uh, ordering yourself or that you had before. Top three happy hour food items, whether it be drinks or food or whatnot, just just shoot them off. Long Island. Okay. That's okay. always that's yeah that's efficient. And I love it. Yeah. We're about efficiency here in a Long Island. That's as about as efficient yeah. as it gets. Get it going. It's two drinks, and now you're stumbling out of somewhere. You're going from first to fifth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's a little dangerous, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, how about I'm cl- like classic onion rings. Yes. I feel like it's Whoa. good for. Ha- okay. I don't like onion rings, like with meals or at like dinner time or whatever. It's separate though. Yeah, but I feel like it's a good happy hour. Do you thing. like the smaller onion rings or do you like that big, like, you know how like an onion, right, has like yeah. bigger rings and smaller get, rings? Yeah. Do you personally like the smaller rings, like the bite-sized ones, or do you like the ones that are a little bit bigger, but you have to really bite it off so you don't pull the whole onion through the ring? That's what you was, know? <laughs> I was just going to bring that up. That's why I like the smaller ones more. Okay, okay. Me because too. I feel like it's, and anytime I get one of those big ones, you try and get through it. And you can't. Yep. And then it it whips out of there and hits and like gets on your face and it's always scalding hot. Yeah. So it's just like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> and then you're like, I hate onion rings. Yeah. But I love happy hour. Why and I that's do why this. I'm here. <laughs> uh, give me my Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So I'd go Long Island, Onion Rings, and then I'm not even sure what a, what a, what's another happy hour style food. I'll jump in now while you think of your third. <clears throat> Starting off with the, dr- with the drink, usually they have some sort of well drink ready. Um, so, you know, you know myself. Listeners know myself. I'm a gin, gin guy. So I'll order the, gin, the, the G&T. Uh, I ordered a gin and tonic, a well gin and tonic, last night off the happy hour <laughs> menu. And the other three guests um, ordered beers. They came out, gave everyone the beers, and gave me a shot of gin. <laughs> and when I when they put the shot of gin down next to me, I was like, I looked at everybody else at the table. I was like, not even me, not even me, not even Stills Moves taking a shot of gin for happy hour. That's just inappropriate. <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not great tasting. That's sad hour. That, <laughs> sad that, hour. That's when you give somebody a yeah. shot of gin. And I don't like to say, hey, you know, you messed up. You know, I'm not that person. Usually yeah. I'll just eat whatever or like I'll take whatever. Yeah. But I was like, no. No. I got to send this back. So I was like, actually, I ordered a gin and tonic. And she she probably just put the shot in the gin and yeah. or, or in the cup and, and made the... Uh, the drink so all was saved so i'll go gnt um i like i like the pretzel sticks and like oh. like and and uh uh pub cheese you know like you know what i'm talking yeah. about you, you dip the like the little pretzel stick baguette kind of thing yeah. in, the, <laughs> in the cheese i like those i like um boneless chicken wings and I think I'm gonna go some sort of like a burger slider, maybe. Slider's good. Yeah. Slider's good. Uh, that mean you said sticks and it made me think mod sticks and that's my. Oh. Third. That's my third. I forgot the mod it's sticks. Potentially the king of, of of happy hour. I'm glad you. Yeah, I'm glad you got that because I would have felt ashamed if none yeah. of us had picked up the. Mod Nothing sticks. makes me happier than some mod sticks. Good stuff. Or Thanksgiving. <laughs> um and so I'll give mine. Mine are Thanksgiving based. I just got a question. Are you Thanksgiving? Are you a post meal napper? Now that I've been on again this early kick of going to bed early, yeah, I'm prob. I haven't recently, but we'll this see. year is probably gonna happen. Okay. Yes. Okay. Are I'm, you? I no. I've never. I've never been a napper. Most because I've never been a huge turkey guy. Yeah. So uh, I don't get that. Uh, what is it like? Tripamine or. Something like that. So I that's never, what I've never get that as much. That's what I've heard. So it's something actually in the turkey that makes you a little drowsy, right? Yeah. That okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, f- does football need to be on? It's Thanksgiving Day, even if you're not watching. So yeah. I always feel the obligation. Family is over, and usually it turns into a big talk fest. Yeah. Um, and usually it's in the kitchen, so no, you know people cooking are not left out. Mm-hmm. Football is still on downstairs, potentially even uh, two TVs have football on. Yeah. And usually it's me turning it on because I feel the obligation mm-hmm. as an American that it needs to be on. I'm going to take the two steps. I'm going to take one step back to your previous question and say, if you were to nap, like the, the hard part about napping for me is I don't like napping in public. I don't like people being around me while I'm sleeping and have my eyes that shut. mistrust. That, yeah, that's the hard part for me. If I'm alone, I'll probably go to sleep. If there's people around me, like I don't like closing my eyes and being the one who's sleeping. Like I don't like yeah. that. Um, but to your point, yes, there's got to be some sort of background, even if it's just background noise. I like I that football to me gives the ambiance of of thanksgiving day just like the nba all day on christmas that's gotta be on really i don't know about you but i my brother and i like we literally whatever four games back to back to back to back like that's always on whether it be at my mom's house she doesn't watch the nba but she (laughs) you know but it's on it's on you know like it's got to be on so i'm guessing knowing you and your family i'm guessing that's a must-have football yeah yeah yeah. For Thanksgiving, it is, um, but not there with Christmas and basketball. I never have been. That's, that's really interesting. that's wow. interesting. Okay, I never even really thought of it uh, about it. But yeah, um, last one. Speaking of background noise, Thanksgiving music. Is there any? Uh, I was trying to think about this. I can't think of any Thanksgiving music, and that seems interesting. 
to me. I'm going to step back, let you answer, like kind of build up what you're thinking, and I'm going to go in after you. I don't think there is. You, so is it too early to play Christmas music? I listen On to Christmas- Thanksgiving, yes. that seems weird to me. That seems like you're forcing a different holiday into a major holiday. So you can think of it like that, and where I totally agree because it's quote-unquote Christmas music, right? Yeah. But it's in this weird sentimental way. Like Christmas music is to me is more about a mood, and it's like it, it gets me in the mood. I'm like, okay, I'm smiling right away, and not that I would necessarily play uh, – um, Thanksgiving music. Funny story, actually. I'm gonna back up real quick. Yeah, we had Thanksgiving last week. Uh-huh. Oh, Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. Right? Yeah. You came over, my brother, some friends, um, some senseless members, nah, future <laughs> senseless members. <laughs> senseless. Yeah, you know. Um, but uh, I've never really hosted a party before, and so uh-huh. I was like, "What kind of music do I play?" I was. You like, did a great job. Okay, appreciate appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but I was like, "Do I play Christmas music?" And I like, "Do I play it on quiet?" Blah blah. blah. And Megan's like, no, that's way too early, blah, blah, blah. Like, what are you doing? And I was like, yeah, okay, that is too early. But I think maybe on Christmas, depending on who you're around, that might be okay. But I don't know, maybe Michael Buble, I don't know. (laughs) See, that's the thing. So it just seems weird to me that we have all this music, you know, like almost dedicated for holidays, not to Thanksgiving. It's not like Thanksgiving's new. That's our niche, man. You we need to I mean? come out with a, hol- a holiday album. Start writing our jingles. <laughs> yeah. Start writing some jingles. Hell yeah. Thanksgiving on a Thursday, Friday, you rock Christmas music. Hell yeah. That's just my, my opinion there. You wake up in the shower and you blast that? Uh, I don't know about in the shower. Do you play music in the shower? I do. Nice. I don't know if I go Christmas music there, though. You just said... I don't know. Friday. I have a weird you set of principles. <laughs> My principles make no sense. I just have them. <laughs> They're there. <Yeah. laughs> you, um, you're supposed to have some, so I made some. Okay. Papa and Mama Walsh mm-hmm. are they? Ex- um, are they of the mindset where you don't play Christmas music until after Thanksgiving? Is that is that the household kind of? I'd, kind of. I'd, I yeah. think actually, you know, now that I think twice about it, I think it might be uh, Thanksgiving night. Mm. So after the kind of festivities are over, we usually um, will throw on a Christmas movie, That's like okay. uh, Christmas movie. One of them. <laughs> like some. I'll be home for Christmas. All the the ones. Yeah. One of those. Because <laughs> we were just talking about like we we both will be getting our Christmas trees this weekend. Yeah. So it's basically okay. It's transition Turn on time. the lights. Let's go. Yeah. Let's set up everything. It's full full bore. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. No, I agree. Um, All right. That's random thoughts. That's Thanksgiving talk. Mm. Now, let's uh, let's test the mind a little bit. Let's go to trivia. Trivia! Trivia! <laughs> trivia, baby! Oh. <laughs> Welcome back to Jeopardy. Going to make that your final answer? You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? This is trivia where we tell you S. Last week on Trivia, we had the trivia question, which NBA team was known as Run TMC in the late 80s and early 90s? Again, which NBA team was known as Run TMC in the late 80s and early 90s? That was the Golden State Warriors, and that was they were named that because um, it was based on their fast, high-scoring style of play led by Tim Hardaway, Mitch Richmond, and the great Chris Mullen. I like that nickname. TMC. <laughs> that is clever. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty good. <clears throat> good trivia question. Yep. Uh, we have another good trivia question based on Thanksgiving for this week. That is the Thanksgiving, ga- the Thanksgiving game 1989 between Jimmy Johnson's Cowboys and Buddy Ryan's Eagles now carries what moniker? Okay, a lot of information there. So one more time. Listen carefully. The Thanksgiving Day game. What am I? The Thanksgiving Day game. That's what I want to say. 1989, between Jimmy Johnson's Cowboys and Buddy Ryan's Eagles, now carries what moniker? I just in, for all transparency, I just looked up moniker, and it's oh, yeah? it's another noun for a name. Yeah. <laughs> Vocabulary. Could, there you go. Hey, man. Vocab. College please. educated. <laughs> <laughs> you have masters with that. 
I could kind of decipher what it meant, but I... And again, we are thankful for Google. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the Google machine. Thank um, you. We're also thankful for news, but mm. not this week. It's a light week. Yeah. It, you know, with the holiday, we wanted to keep it light, and it's there's Wednesday. not a whole lot of news. Yeah. yeah. It, oh, we didn't even say that. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Forgot. <laughs> um, you know, Thursday is Thanksgiving and things are happening. So people got stuff going on. We're recording on a Wednesday. We're also recording, uh, we're in and it's our, it's like 11. Yeah. It, we started at 11. It is 1201 um, right now. Noon is, on a Wednesday. <laughs> noon, noon on a Wednesday. You're getting a podcast. So this is definitely, usually we don't go before Thursday. We have before, but this is an early in the week and this is definitely the earliest in the day that we have ever recorded a podcast. This is a fun podcast. Yep. And to that end, we are going to skip the noons. Yes. It's early in the week, so not much has happened. Um, and we're going to get straight into just, you know, kicking back and talking some recess. If we played them ten times, they might win nine, but not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. All right, so this week for recess, we want to do something new. It's not one of our uh, original games or uh, one of the games we usually play. It's a, just a concept, and we wanted to uh, wrap it around Thanksgiving. So, excuse me, we call this uh, "Gotta Have It" or Thanksgiving dinner and NFL must-haves. Think about it this way. You've got Thanksgiving dinner, and it's made up of all these different types of pieces. you got your mashed potatoes, your turkey, um, stuffing, and then you kind of, you know, people do different things from there. If you take out one of those main pieces, if you take out things, or you take out mashed potatoes, it's not Thanksgiving dinner. It's just a fancy dinner. If you take out turkey, <laughs> it's just a regular dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, you do those things, and you don't really have Thanksgiving dinner anymore. So we thought what we would do is we're going to go um, – Based on the league rankings, so who's in the lead, we're going to do like top four or five NFL and NBA teams, and we are going to take out a piece that if we took that out, they wouldn't really be them anymore. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the top-ranked NFL team right now is the New England Patriots. So we're going to take out one piece from them, and if we did that, they wouldn't really be the New England Patriots of 2019 anymore. So, how does that work? I'll start it off. New England Patriots. Actually, let's start. Let's go 5 to 1. Let's go 5 okay. to 1. So, we'll start with the uh, <clears throat> what? Seattle Seahawks. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Good counting by me. Seattle Seahawks. You take away Russell Wilson and they're not the, the they're not the Seattle Seahawks anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, you could go different ways. Uh, quarterbacks, you know, a, usually a big piece, but he is such a big piece. On the Seattle Seahawks, because their defense is decent, their run game is decent, but if they didn't have all three of those major pieces, defense, running game, Russell Wilson, I mean, they just wouldn't be the same. If there was no big play threat, they'd be somebody bad. No, I like that. They'd be the Bucks. I like that a lot. What would you What would you compare that to for like the Thanksgiving dinner? Russell Wilson? Mm-hmm. For the Seahawks, I would say he's he's mashed potatoes, to me. or he's okay. the gravy on the mashed potatoes. Oh, a little spice. They're they're you know they're not a terrible team. They're a mediocre team mm-hmm. if he's not there. Gotcha. And they have you know a decent quarterback. Gotcha. But he is the gravy. He makes it pop. Yes, I I like that. Um, I'm gonna follow up. So we're going five to one. I'm going to pull an audible because if I don't do this, this is the one I wanted to say. So Baltimore Ravens, right? I'm going to jump mm-hmm. into the three. So the three slot. Okay. Passing the New Orleans Saints, if I may. If I, if I may. If I may. <clears throat> going the quarterback route again, removing Lamar Jackson, the flash, the hype, the fun, the sass. Yeah. You know, they're not the Baltimore Ravens. It's a it's – a, uh, Lamar Jackson led team and this is what I kind of this is what I compare to Thanksgiving this is the Thanksgiving family bickering 
you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. sometimes it's, it's the good heckling. Sometimes it's the, oh, you know, there might be a little political comment here and there, you know, hey. but, but it gives the spice. It gives the, the rat-a-tat. It gives the, yeah. the, the frill to, all, to Thanksgiving. You know, it makes it Thanksgiving is where you eat too much, you drink too much and everybody's together and a good time happens, you know, and, and that, that back and forth with your family members um, happens that usually doesn't happen on any other really day. Um, but that's Lamar Jackson. He brings the life and kind of the the uh, the sass to the Baltimore Ravens, you know? So I was going to go Baltimore Ravens. Mm. And obviously your first go thought is Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, like, we can just talk. We can go through all of them. Yeah. Um, mine was going to be John Harbaugh. Mm. And and close to how you said mine was going to be, it's it's like the person cooking the dinner. Okay. Without John Harbaugh, there's no yeah. one cooking, you sure. know, because he's the one that was like, you know, this is the direction we're going to go. Yep, I'll embrace this, and we'll we'll put everything around Lamar Jackson. We'll design everything around him. And the only reason I I wasn't going to go Lamar Jackson is because their defense is sneak. They're like top five and everything, so I wanted to give them credit. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, okay, John Harbaugh, he's controlling. Both sides of the ball, so we'll give give him some love. But dude, Lamar Jackson definitely is, you know, he's 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 that awkward like ah political comment. Yeah. Okay, we're good. Let's like, go. What are we thankful for? Yeah. Lamar Jackson. I lo- exactly. Didn't watch Lamar Jackson. Uh, I'm gonna keep on rolling with the New Orleans Saints at uh, number four. This one I couldn't think I couldn't think of like who's their jank who's their who's their dinner piece. I. Again, I hate to go quarterback again, but I go Drew Brees and then Sean Payton. And those are the old-timers. They've seen so much. They have so many stories to shed on the young folks, the young teammates. And that's grandma at the table. That's grandma at the table telling her stories that, that, again, whether they be true or not, you know, she, she she has those stories. To shed light on basically whether, to shed light on on life experiences, you know, like yeah. hey, whether the story was like asked about or whether it was <laughs> like self prompted, yeah, you know? given for free, you know, yeah, <laughs> giving for free. That's that's my uh, piece of the New Orleans Saints, yeah, um, connected to uh, Thanksgiving. I'm cool. I'm cool. With Sean Payton. Drew Brees is hard because he missed some games and they still mm-hmm. went what they went undefeated during mm-hmm. that. During that time, um, with Teddy, mm-hmm. so I actually thought the offense is always good, but this year the defense has been aggressive, is playing well. So I'm gonna go deep cut Saints defensive coordinator Dennis Allen. Mm. He brings some intensity. He brings a defensive fire that the Saints really need to put them over the top. They've always been good offensively and haven't gotten anywhere. It's when they're good offensively and defensively that they get somewhere. And uh, so I'll give it to Dennis Allen, who's maybe weird drunk uncle. Uh, <laughs> weird drunk uncle. Little, little too hyped. Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I like that. Uh, going to number two, the second ranked uh, San Francisco 49ers. Um, again, with a prolific offense, but I love their defense. Um, I'm gonna connect their. Their strong defense to the defense of the green bean casserole. Let me explain. I'm not a huge turkey lover. I'll eat the turkey and it's fine. But I love the bacon in the green bean casserole. And that's kind of my defense. It's my hedge against turkey, you know. It's like, hey, I'm playing a little defense on my plate. I'm going to get some greens in there and it's it's good for me. You know, it's healthy. But I'm also mainly eating the bacon that's in the green bean casserole. <laughs> yeah. I eat your bacon and take your health with it. <laughs> exactly. I'll exactly. say I will connect it. And I, I want to preface this. I don't give him sole credit for changing everything because it doesn't seem possible how they've gone from so bad to so good. But Nick Bosa mm. seemed to be this puzzle piece that made the whole thing shine. And I will say this, what is the base of everything in, in when you, your Thanksgiving dinner? Butter. 
Mm. Nick Bosa's butter. the butter. He greased everything up. Nice. And he he made it go. He made everything. I don't know how because it doesn't. It can't just be one guy mm-hmm. um, playing pretty well. But Nick Bosa seemed to be the key ingredient to really slip them up to the top of the NFL. And butter helps you do that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the back seat right now and let you shoot off for our number one number ranked one. New England Patriots. I don't think you can go anywhere other than Bill. Mm-hmm. Bill's, Bill Belichick, or uh, Belichick, <laughs> as he says, that's the way you're supposed to announce it, uh, or pronounce it. Excuse me. Um, but Belichick, because that's the way everybody else does it, <laughs> um, he's greatest coach, greatest coach all time. Greatest mm-hmm. NFL coach all time. Maybe greatest football coach all time. Um, and I don't think you can go anywhere else. Their defense is absolutely amazing. It's carrying the offense right now. And they always seem to figure out the offense by doing something that nobody thinks about. And that comes from the special mind of Bill Belichick. I have nothing to add. That's Turkey. why. I, I wa- yes. I wanted to let you roll with it because uh, you articulate much better than I do. Uh, ditto to everything you just said. Okay, let's do. Let's switch over to the NBA. This is going to be a little bit harder. There are so many different pieces um, that all kind of come together. But let's see. One, two, three, four. You want to start Boston Celtics? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, let's see. I will go their key piece. The what? If you take this away, they're not the Boston Celtics anymore. This is going to be a little bit, a little strange. GM Danny Ainge. Oh no, I don't think that's strange at all. His aggression yeah. in trades, his like workman mentality, that's where it all starts it seems to me. Like he's pretty vocal. Mm-hmm. He he he'll, he'll bring his message down from the top on top, on this team if he if he needs to. I like that. I think he's You already took grandma, so I'll go other side. I'll go grandpa. Okay. He's grandpa. He he sets the tone. And he's going to tell the kids and the parents, like, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. You better fix it. I like that. He's going to grab the arm and give you a talking to. I like that. I'm going to compare the Boston Celtics to – I'm going to go with Danny Ainge as well. If you if you remove him, they're not the Boston Celtics. But I'm going to compare him to another member of the family, not grandpa, but little cousin, little younger cousin, five, seven-year-old cousin, who's a little bit hesitant – to, he's kind of scared to eat the different dishes at the table. He'll basically his plate's basically turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy. He doesn't like trying all the different <laughs> things. And and my reason why is Danny Ainge and the the Boston Celtics are are they've announced that they will not trade key pieces, quote unquote, key pieces to the organizations to their organization such as Gordon Hayward and Marcus Smart. Question and I'm like, what? What the heck? Like, yeah. Okay, I kind of understand Gordon Hayward, but Marcus Smart, like, again, he's nice, but he's a tradable asset to to if if I were running <laughs> the Boston <laughs> Celtics. Um, but I, I I guess what I'm saying is, hey, don't be scared to make moves. Again, you don't have the Boston Celtics aren't winning the NBA championship. They just I don't see them having that talent pool again they're a great team but i think moves still need to be made so get get over it you gotta be you gotta get over your i guess scaredness or that's the word fear fear thank you (laughs) fear of trying (laughs) trying new dishes at thanksgiving dinner and making trades to better the boston celtics organization all right um how about the miami heat Hmm. jimmy butler (laughs) Yeah, that's like that's like all. Yeah. I'll, we'll just go with Jimmy Butler and uh, I don't know. This one's kind of the Heat are kind of weird. I didn't even know that they were up there in the yeah. top five. <laughs> Seven and zero at home, five and four away from yeah. away from Miami. So I think they're. I, I don't know. I I think they might be living on the whole Miami advantage right now. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Teams get there, party a little hard. <laughs> um. So let's see. What does that make them? Uh, maybe like uh, the alcohol. Yes, they're the they're the scotch. The they're spice. the whiskey. Yes, not beer. They're the whiskey or the scotch or the whatever hard hard alcohol. The spirits 
that you want to go with. Yes, the uh, the yeah. I'm, I'm push things a little over the edge. I'm gonna yes, just re. I'm not gonna say anything new, but just to reiterate reiterate your point, it's it's going from point A to point B very fast. Yeah. Not not via beer, but via the hard stuff. So, yeah. um, I like that. Uh, the Denver Nuggets. The Keep. third spot, Denver Nuggets. Okay. The third spot. Uh, I'm gonna go with big man, thick man, Nikola Jokic. Um, this is the gut bomb, the heavy, <laughs> the heavy piece to dinner. <laughs> gut bomb, so perfect for Jokic. <laughs> and this is this is a the piece that uh, I make for Thanksgiving usually, or my mom makes. Um, but it's that cream spinach. It's spinach with a lot of cheese. You make the roux, it thickens and stuff like that. Again, it, there's spinach in there, but it's basically melted cheese with yeah. some spinach in there. Super good, but it's heavy. It's thick. Yeah. It's it's Nikola Jokic, you know. <laughs> Nikola Jokic. Yes, that's perfect. Uh, I was also gonna say Nikola Jokic, but I was going to I was gonna go with the whole Denver Nuggets, mm. um, and I was gonna say it's like it's like the weird thing nobody really knows exactly what it is that like your your <laughs> kooky aunt brings. Yeah, it's like that dish where everyone's kind of like, oh, I'll put it on my plate so you know aunt doesn't <laughs> feel bad. Yeah, but it's like I'll take a bite. Yeah, you know? but I'm not sure. I'm hesitant. You yeah, know? I'm not. It, it's the dish that turns everyone into the six or seven year old nephew that doesn't want to try anything. There you go. It it turns them into that because um, you know they just they seem strange. The nuggets are like they're out of nowhere and nobody yeah. really like pays attention to them. Yeah. But they're the past couple of years they've been near the top. It's mm-hmm. kind of different. And they get they hit no love, no, yeah. absolutely no love. Um, going on your strange dish kind of commentary. Uh, moving to the second place, Milwaukee Bucks. Um, and, and NBA great, um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, um, it's that the, I don't want to, I want to be careful how I say this. It's the foreign dish, meaning it's a little different. Um, and people are excited to try it. You know, they're excited to watch Giannis. Um, but again, out here on the West coast, we don't, there's nobody rocking Giannis jerseys, and on the East Coast, I'm sure there's not too many Giannis jerseys being rocked. It's basically in Milwaukee mm-hmm. and in Central America or Central United States that they're, yeah. they're rocking that. Um, but going off the kind of different dish um, that you want that looks really good, but you're not quite sure if you're going to embrace it or not, um, uh, this is different. This year, my family is making a turducken. For, oh yeah for for thanksgiving and i've been looking at pictures online and i'm very excited just like i like to watch Giannis, but i'm like ah i'm not quite sure if i'm ready to quite embrace it fully you that's know a big left, that's a big left turn <laughs> yeah you know so uh i don't i'm not buying a Giannis jersey anytime soon but i love watching him i like looking at pictures of turducken like yeah but i don't know if i'm there yet <laughs> okay i like that a lot uh, my my key piece. You take this away, they're not the same. It's it, Lopez Brothers. Oh, the Lopez Brothers. Yes. Milwaukee loves to be a defensive team. Robin is all about defense and rebounding, so he kind of brings that aspect. And then Brooke on the other side, who can shoot the three, go inside. He can do a lot of different things. Works really well with Giannis in a two man game. He's that like perfect complement. To bring just enough attention off Giannis for, to let him do kind of whatever he wants, uh, so they're versatile and they allow them to be what they want. So I think that's the key uh, piece that you take away. Although trying to compare that to dinner, um, I don't know, maybe like double fisting beers. <laughs> no, you Twins. got the one two. <laughs> you got the one two one. One two. one two and the Lopez brothers. There's uh, at one point every Thanksgiving. Somebody is double fisting some alcohol and they go, what am I doing? Yeah. Where are, what kind of day is this going to be? I'm turning up. Am I going to put one one down (laughs) or am I just going to embrace it (laughs) and roll on in? Go full steam ahead. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that analogy a lot. Um, The Los Angeles Lakers. uh, I don't think it's any surprise. They would not be the same without their star. LeBron James. Yep. And I think we could make a case 
Do you mind if I come in here real quick? Yeah, hit him. This just hit me. Go. I, was, I did not have this previously planned, but I thought, okay, what is LeBron? Um, he's definitely their piece. He's a little bit older, mm-hmm. but he's still amazing. Yep. He's next day leftovers. Oh, thank you. T- Thanksgiving leftovers, potentially the best leftovers of yeah. any holiday. Yep. Uh, you put it in a sandwich. It, it all just works out. That is LeBron. And I I did not have a better example than that, so I'm going to go off of you. It's, it's the way those leftovers come together and the way he's – I mean, for all intents and purposes, he had a – large hand in constructing this team um he got to pick who was coming in or had a heavy say um but in in that same way the way that the lakers are working and clicking and firing on all cylinders that turkey sandwich the next day with the whether you put cranberry sauce or gravy on it or whatnot all the ingredients just mesh together for a wonderful wonderful meal um that right now is on top of the nba absolutely Okay, there it is. That is the uh, that is a piece of dinner that you cannot lose. That is a piece of these teams you cannot lose. The top ten uh, in NBA and NFL, respectively. That is recess. Now we're gonna go straight. It's our last thing. We're just gonna do one thing in a winter. Uh, have fun with that, and uh, then wrap this thing up. So stick with us. One thing in a winter coming at you. I only got one thing to say to you. You had one job. Just the one. Because I win. This is bullshit. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. One thing and a winner. We are going to start with uh, last week's results, week 12. Smooth and I, we went 11 and 3. Take a bow. Big week. Second week in a row, we've got eleven and three. Mm-hmm. Um, Bales went ten and four, so right behind us. That's fine. Some of the games we missed. No, none of us. We all picked Lions over Redskins. We missed that. Redskins beat the Lions. Um, we saw that. I mean, I should have seen it coming. Yeah. I I didn't think that uh, Driscoll. Would pay, play that poorly. <laughs> uh, they're they're more depleted the Lions than I thought they were, um, and Haskins maybe stop taking selfies when the game's still going. Yeah, guy, come you on, finish out the game, idiot. I think I think Bales called me out on my Haskins take. <laughs> I thought he would be good. I don't think he has a mentality. I'm gonna be out on Haskins. Out that that did the way he responded to that selfie thing. So he misses. Uh, from, People who haven't heard, he missed the last play of the game, the kneel down, because he was taking a selfie with a fan, and he said, "Ah, you know, I'll get it next time." He didn't even care. Yeah, that's a bad attitude. Yeah, that's not gonna work. So I think Bales might have called me out properly on that one. We also missed the Jets over the Raiders. Uh, I mean, wow, that was a that was everybody did whooping. Yeah, Yeah. the Raiders they were playing well, and that's the Raiders this year. They're just. they're inconsistent. Things need to go a certain way for them. Um, Bales also missed the t- uh, the Titans over the Jags. He will die with the Jags. Um, and then Bucks over Falcons. Smooth and I missed. Um, Falcons uh, turned back into a pumpkin. Yep. Uh, and then Bales also missed the 49ers and the Packers. He took the Packers. 49ers won on that one. Uh, we called that, or my stats called that game. Perfectly, a little pat on the back for that. <laughs> Thankful for that one. Uh, so that's week 12. Now we need to get into the three-quarter season update. Let's go. Let's get to these numbers. Who's winning? This is, we pick every almost every game all season. That's a big task. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. And we have been doing pr- fairly well, if you ask me. Coming in at third. Third, th- three quarters of the way through the season. Third at St. Bales, and he's not even here to say <laughs> that I'm cheating. So thank God for that. He has he's 176 games predicted. He's 103, 72 and one. That is a 58.8 percent uh, rank winning percentage. So he's in third. 
Number two, at still smooth. So still, mm. you know, you're holding on, but you're actually making a surge. I'll get to that. 161 games, 98, 62, and 1. That's 61.2% okay. predicted correctly. So 61. nice job. 61.2. That's not bad. Not bad. That's not bad. Uh, then in first, myself, I'm still hanging on there. Uh, 176 games, 109, 66, and 1. That's 62.2%. So 1% higher than me. 1% higher than okay. you, and I'll get to that. Okay, so remember, 56% for betters mm-hmm. is is doing really well. Yes. So if you just bet the same picks that we pick every week, mm-hmm. even Bales, who's in third, <laughs> yeah. you would be winning. You'd be doing better than most professional betters. There so that's go. why I say... We're doing a pretty good job here. Not bad. Most people pick like one or two, and they go fifty-seven percent. If that's that's having a good year, we do every game, and we're doing better than that. Yes. Um, but here here's what I wanted to get into. This is the surge. I said you're making a surge. Mm-hmm. Half at the halfway point, you were four point one five percent back. Oh. Now you've surged to just. One percent back. Okay. Three plus three point one five percent. Trending so make, in the right direction. Making that surge. As for that St. Bale's halfway point, he was point eight one percent back of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, at a second place, now he's two point four percent back. He's fallen one point five nine percent. Little mm. slip. Sliding. Little slip. Yeah. Gotta got get some traction. Like, he's not gonna like those gotta, numbers. Gotta put some cleats on there. Yep. Baby. Yep. And with that said, that traction he's hoping to get for week thirteen. Uh, this is a, a week where all six, all uh, all the teams play. All thirty-two teams play. We have sixteen, a full uh, full slot of games. So let's get into it. Week thirteen, starting with the Thursday night Thanksgiving games. Those are tomorrow. Uh, bears at the traditional lions. We all took the bears. Yeah. Lions are, we're not going to get fooled twice. Broken. Just like Matt Stafford's back. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Bills eight and three at Cowboys six and five. Uh, we want to start before we get into this game with a big congratulations. Frank. (laughs) (laughs) Too loud. (laughs) (laughs) I like Frank Gore passes Barry Sanders for third on all-time rushing list. He he doesn't get the huge numbers, but he is Mr. Consistency every year. Just a good dude. Good head on yeah. his shoulders. Frank Gore's the man. Yep, absolutely. Um, okay, so now let's get into it. That's still smooth. You take the bills, and you're all alone on this, so I'll give you the floor first. Why are you taking the bills? It's a gut reaction, and it's more... That the Bills aren't a bad team, um, but it's more at the Cowboys' expense. Yes, it's more frowning on the Cowboys. Um, I don't like what's going on. Uh, fingers keep on getting pointed towards the coaching staff of the Dallas Cowboys, but I think it runs deeper. Um, uh, actually, Troy Aikman had some words uh, while he was calling their game against who did they play? Uh, the Pats. The Pats. Last week, um, alluding to that it might be a deeper situation uh, there, possibly Jerry Jones's fault. I don't know. I'm not going to really go into that, but I yeah. don't like what I'm seeing from the Dallas Cowboys. Give me the eight and three Bills in Dallas. Uh, we talked about this before we even started recording. I wanted to take the Bills, but uh, you know the cojones just weren't <laughs> weren't quite to that degree. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys with Bills. Uh, I've got. Some stats on some of these games. This is one of those games. Uh, I thought, what do can the Cowboys stop the run well enough to keep the Bills from doing run, 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 big pass? Mm-hmm. So here we go. The Cowboys are 15th in rush yards allowed and rush yards a game allowed. Average run defense. That, I think that'll be good enough. They are also 28th in big plays allowed. Um they don't. I. They don't allow big plays. I, I, you know. I believe that's what that means. That's actually a good stat. It's twenty eighth <laughs> in how many big plays you have allowed. So not very many. Um. So I think they'll be able to stop the run well enough, and then they won't give up those big plays. That's what the Bills' offense relies on. That's what I found 
there. Reluctantly going with the Cowboys. And then I, I think this will be a great game. I mean, I always love watching the Saints. They're they're exciting to at least. Um, so this is our last Thanksgiving game. Saints nine and two at the Falcons three and eight. We all took the Saints. We feel the first Saints Falcons game was the aberration. This will go back to the mean. Revert back to the mean. Good on that. Yes. Yeah. Give me the Saints. Okay. Uh, regular Sunday games: Titans six and five at Colts six and five. Uh, maybe Bales is sick of picking the Jags over the Titans and losing that one. He takes the Titans all by himself. Smooth and I, we take the Colts. Titans. Um, oh geez. Tannehill looked good last week. Tannehill did look good last week. I might even start him in fantasy because I'm, nah. de- <laughs> I'm, I'm a desperate man. <laughs> but uh, makes you do crazy things. <laughs> they had one of their their pass rushers go on IR. Did the Titans? Cameron Wake. There it is. Mm. Had to find it. Uh, vamped till I found it. Yep. Uh, Cameron Wake. He's on IR. His season is over with that Colts offensive line. I think that pushes him over the edge. 49ers 10 and uh, how about this game 49ers 10 and 1 at Ravens 9 and 2 uh the Ravens have lost their center Matt Skura for this season he is having surgery I believe this is I don't remember exactly when this happened but this is the first so the Niners are a six point underdog um, and this is the first time in I forgot how many years. It's a good amount of years, maybe ten years, that a uh, a ten and one team has been the underdog in a matchup. Wow, mm-hmm. uh, it makes sense. The Ravens are on fire, but I will stand on that island. I will choose the Niners. There's here's why. You have to take a team that's rolling, and I I'm just gonna take the Niners. And roll with them. I've been. I kind of hopped on that bandwagon after they burned both of us <laughs> in our picks for like three weeks in a row. So I hopped on the Niners bandwagon. Uh, I, I do love the Ravens. I think they're they're playing suit like really really well. Um, but I'm just rolling with the Niners, and I'll probably lose, and I'm okay with that. But these are the stats that I found to help out the Niners case. Um, the Niners they are eleventh. Or they've seen the eleventh amount least the eleventh least amount of rushes per game. Does that make any sense? Mm. They don't see that many rushes per game. They've seen the eleventh least. So they haven't seen that many rushes per game. Uh, this will be a change in that. So we don't really know how they're going to respond. Although they're twenty fifth in yards per carry allowed. Um, so they, they, that's actually not good. Is that 49ers stat that you just brought up seeing the 11th least amount of rush yards a game? Is that an ode to that defensive line? Or what's going on there? And I, I think say, it's like, just their game script. They're, they're good at getting ahead and mm. then putting pressure on offense where they can't. Gotcha. Uh, they can't run the ball because they're behind. 25th in yards per carry allowed. Um, so that that's not great. That's near the bottom of the league. They're also 19th. In rush yards a game allowed. Um, so that's not great either. Mm-hmm. But here's something that is. They're first in tackles for loss. There you go. Or tackles for loss. Um, so those first three stats, those are like, hey, they might. Those are Ravens positive. <laughs> the, the last one, that's a 49ers positive first in tackles for loss. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just hoping against hope here for the 49ers pulling out. Even the stats don't even say they're going to win. Nah, give me the Ravens. Yeah, the winners. smart. The good guys. Smart. Okay, let's move on. Jets 4-7 and seven at Bengals 0-11. We're taking the Jets. They just smacked the Raiders. Hopefully they can keep that going for more than the what they've been doing, which is like really good for a week, then terrible for two. <laughs> just keep it rolling. It's the Bengals. Moving on. Browns 5-6 and six at Steelers 6-5. and five. Headline for this one, Duck Hodges. Devlin Duck Hodges will start for the Steelers uh, against the Browns. Uh, Mike Tomlin, actually, they when asked why Duck is going to start, he said he hasn't killed us. 
Oh. That is a smack. Oh, ouch. Hey, Mason, sorry. See ya. Your time is done. Yeah, that also makes it, I, I believe, uh, only one of the four main offenders in the last Brown-Steelers fight is going to play in this game. Okay. Miles Garrett, suspended indefinitely. He gone. Uh, Mike Pouncey, this is his last game he has to serve, so he won't play in this game. Mason Rudolph being benched. The only person, Ogan Joby, who was suspended one game for pushing Mason Rudolph after the fight. He will be in this game. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers by myself. I think Duck Hodges uh, makes this offense a lot better. He plays with rhythm. He plays with some tenacity and no fear. And this defense finally gets it going. I think the emotions and being at home push the Steelers over the edge. Where I agree with your Steelers defense take, Duck Hodges is, in fact, a third, count of one, two, three, third string quarterback who is no match and should not be even in this game against the Browns. How dare you? Uh, the five and six Browns, give it to me. Uh, I'll take that pick all day with that Sam Bales. <laughs> that's that's my duck call. <laughs> they're not going to win any awards uh, like Duck Hodges. Not, not a state fight. winner. Eagles five and six at Dolphins two and nine. We all took the Eagles. Redskins two and nine at Panthers five and six. We all took the Panthers. Mm-hmm. That makes two two uh, two games in a row. That's pretty obvious picks there. Packers eight and three at Giants two and nine. Make it three games in a row. We all took the Packers. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> Buck, Bucks at Jet. Oh, man, he is just he is just cruising for a bruising. Bales is gonna stick with the four and seven Jags over the four and seven Bucks. Get this guy a Jaguar tattoo. I will. I'll say this though. No one has been more spot on in the Buccaneers than Bales. Yeah. I ha- I don't have a feel for the Buccaneers. I I'm almost, I'm wrong on them all the time. Rarely can figure out when they're going to pull one out. So I'll say maybe he's just got the feel for this game, for the Buccaneers. But we're going to go with the Buccaneers anyway. I just They're more talented than the Jags. The Jags are, aren't are good. No. They're not good. No. But Bales either. loves Nick Foles. You used to love Nick Foles. Yes. But Gardner ruined that for you. Exactly, yeah. That's fine. We're starting a GoFundMe for Bales' tattoo. Yeah. Hit us up. Let us, let, us, let us know if you're willing to fund. Rams, 6-5 and five at Cardinals, 3-7-1. and one. Smooth, you take the Cardinals by yourself. Explain. This is a flyer. Um, again, the Rams being embarrassed uh, on Monday Night Football against the Rams. I am a little nervous about their retaliation, um, getting pumped up uh, and everything for this game. However, Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley is a shell of himself. He is a... B minus, B plus, no, B minus to B. No, he is a B minus <laughs> running back. And without the running game to balance out and give, to balance out the Rams offense and give uh, Jared Goff a little bit more time back there in order to make his passes, um, I just don't see the Rams really winning this. It's more taking a flyer on Kyler Murray. And that offense, I like uh, what's going on. Uh, I like Kenyon Drake back there as well. Uh, give me the Cardinals. Full disclosure, I think the Cardinals are the best bad team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Rams are a little bit above that. I just think that they've got one more game before they give up. <laughs> and this is it. And the Cardinals will, will put up a good fight, but won't quite be able to get it done. I actually think that Greg the Legs Airline might oh. be the B the X factor oh, okay. in this game. Nice. He sent it he sent them to the Super Bowl last year. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. He did. Raiders six and five at Chiefs seven and four. Smooth. Darrell Rivas style. You are on an island. Yes. You take the Raiders all by yourself. You are a Raiders fan. Yes. Explain that. Uh after getting not even embarrassed, but just... Molly Watt. I was going to say Molly Watt, really? actually. Molly Watt by, Molly the, <laughs> by the Jets last year. Best believe uh, Mr. John Gruden himself has this team in shape for this win this week in the rivalry game at Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, don't have any facts or statistics to back this up. It's a gut 
uh, it's a gut reaction, and maybe a little bit of my fandom uh, might be getting in the way, might be clouding my vision. But Raiders, Chiefs, rivalry game, let's go. Give me the Raiders. Okay. Um, I'm going to take – we're taking the uh, the Chiefs. I believe the Chiefs had a bye last week. Is that correct? Let I think check. they did, right? Um, Chiefs, their practice preparing for Oakland in week 13. Yeah, I think they had a bye last week. And Andy Reid is historically good off of bye weeks. So I'm going to go – he's seven, Andy Cook. Andy Reid, 17-3 and three in games coming off a of bye week. Hmm. And I believe the Chiefs were are coming off a of bye week this week, playing the Raiders. I'm going to go ahead and take that. Okay. History. History. A little, little school knowledge for you. Quick Google type. <laughs> uh, Chargers, 4-7 and seven at Broncos, 3-8. and eight. Um, uh, Are the Chargers fighting for the best bad team in the NFL? I don't. I wouldn't say best bad. I would. I would give the trophy to the Cardinals. They're a better team. Than Are they the second? Second. Okay. Yes. Um, well, the second team is going to be the Broncos. Are like the fourth or fifth best bad team in mm-hmm. the NFL. So the Chargers are going to beat them. We all took the Chargers, even though it's at mile high. Patriots ten and one. Here we go. Back into good games. Patriots ten and one at Texans seven and four, and we're all riding. The, the the Patriots train. Belichick. The Belichick b- b- train. <laughs> He's a conductor and we're all in the caboose. Because he doesn't care about us or our picks. But <laughs> anyway, we're all taking the Patriots. I'll just say this. How do you beat the Patriots? You put pressure on Tom. You stop the run. The Texans last in the NFL in pressure percentage. Mm. That's the amount of dropbacks they see, how many times they put pressure on the quarterback. They're last in that category. They are also 23rd in rush yards per carry allowed. Not great either. They don't stop the run particularly well, and they're terrible at pressuring the quarterback. So Tom's going to be comfortable, and that's not good for the Texans. Um, last Monday night game. Here we go. Vikings eight and three at Seahawks nine and two. We all take the Seahawks. Uh, I will tell you why I took the Seahawks. Actually, you know, you tell me why you take the Seahawks, and then I'll get in, I'll get into some stats. It's just the Seattle Seahawks, obviously led by uh, MVP. I don't want to say front runner, but let's say front runner. Potential front runner. Potential I think might front be runner. Tied at this it point. It might be. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson, um, they get it done at home, even though historically, I think they're actually better off on the road, um, record-wise. Uh, don't fact-check me there. Um, but I, I just, again, it's a, the Seahawks at 9-2, and two, a solid team. Don't want to bet against them at, at home. Um, Kirk Cousins has still, what he has got the monkey off his back. In getting a primetime win, he has still yet to win on Monday night, though. He is winless on Monday yep. night. So, uh, I actually think this comes down to the Vikings' defense. Everybody wants to hype them up, and they are good in most areas. Their corners, not that good. Here we go. Vikings 21st in completion percentage allowed. Um, so they allow huge completion percentage percentages. They are 20th. In pass yards allowed, so allow passing yards. And here we twenty eighth in air yards completed allowed. So that's air yards completed is uh, how far the ball actually like, actually travels mm. in the air. It doesn't account for where the receiver caught it and then ran gotcha. extra. Uh, it's just how far the ball travels. They are twenty eighth. I mean that's that's fourth from last mm-hmm. in air yards completed allowed. So they allow big passes. They allow people to complete it on a high, uh, in a high percentage. Uh, they just, the secondary, the, the, the corners are not that good. And I don't, who's sticking with Tyler Lockett. Yeah. They got a couple guys who are slow mm-hmm. and DK and Tyler Lockett can fly. Uh, Russell Wilson is great through the air. I mean, he, I would be, I would be very surprised if he doesn't lead the le- not lead, but it's up there in the league in air yards completed. 
because he throws a deep ball. He puts it in the air often, and that's not what the Vikings like to see. Lockett with the speed, and then DK with his just massive frame can high point the ball like no other. Yeah. That's going to be a real trouble for An uh, underrated speed from DK. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he can burn it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a rough one for the, the Vikings corners. Yeah. So we all take the Seahawks. Yeah. And we all are done with one thing in a winner. That's our picks for week 13. If you feel so inclined, if you disagree or, or, or strongly agree, let us, let us know. Let us know how you feel about our picks or how we've been doing or uh, make fun of Bales for being in third. Uh, that's always fun. Uh, he's going to be super angry about that. <laughs> but, but, but do it anyway. It'll be uh, hilarious. And we'll get him to yell. So it's a good time. Always a good time. That's one thing in a winner. And really, that's our Thanksgiving episode. Uh, we wanted to come in here, and we wanted to uh, just kind of have a chill time. Just chill thing, pre-Thanksgiving, do more, just kind of working things out, talking a little bit more than just giving takes and moving on, just kind mm-hmm. of want to have discussions. Um, so thank you for joining us on our, our pre-Thanksgiving episode. Um, next week, we did say this last time, but we lied. We're going to push it again. Next week, we're going to get back to normal with the episodes, and we'll do our Bold Nonsense official sports team's picks. We're going to do it this week, but I I did want Bales to have a say, and he's not here. So we're going to pick our official teams for the rest of the seasons, most of the NBA season going forward. Um, And then we'll get back to talking senseless. We do have some people who sent us some things, and we have things to get to. We're going to do that. Next week when everybody's here and the show is back to normal. But keep sending us your stuff. Anything you think about, you want, you're like, hey, Bull Nonsense needs to talk about that. They need to give their uproarious, loud, obnoxious at times takes um, on, this, on this stuff. Send it to us and we are definitely going to get to it. Other than that. Find us on Twitter at Bold underscore Nonsense, on Instagram at Bold.Nonsense, or email us at Bold Nonsense Podcast at gmail.com. Well done. Uh, expect the show Saturdays. Find it. iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. We're working to get it some other places on iTunes. Leave a rating. Uh, if you're so inclined, leave a review. That helps us out a whole bunch. Helps our podcast get out to, to new people. And, uh, you know, we just love talking to everybody. We like to uh, we like to put our put our takes out there and and talk to the people. So that's why we do this. We love it. Um, other than that, for at St. Bales, uh, what does he say? Cheers. Cheers. He says cheers. He does. Uh, for at Still Smooth, much love. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy yourselves and take care of your family. Yep, I'm at Walt Disney. If you love it, love us. And uh, this is Bold Nonsense. This is episode 91. This is a pre-Thanksgiving episode. We just want to say we're so, so thankful for everybody that's helped us uh, spread the word and, and listening every week and giving us your feedback. We do appreciate it. We want to make this podcast super fun, super entertaining, and uh, something you guys want to listen to on a weekly basis. So we are thankful for all of you. And uh, just thankful to do this with each other. Three best friends who are having a good time. It's been a great episode. It's been a great episode. So we thank you and have a happy Thanksgiving. Keep it senseless, though. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Thank you very little. I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go.